Hi, guys, and welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. I would be fully lying right now if I said I wasn't extremely depressed. I just got off a bender of a weekend from New York. Not only forget the bender part and how much I drink and we all know I get depression after I drink and I get a little manic. More like how much I missed New York. I love it there so much. All I want to be is just there. And coming off from like such a fun and exciting weekend back into normal life makes me a wee bit suicidal. Not like actually, like let's calm it down. If you're my psychiatrist listening to this, I'm not actually suicidal. Relax, bitch. Literally calm down, you psycho. No, but it just is like really hard to go from New York where it's like all this energy. It's so exciting. I'm with all my best friends. I'm having such a good time. Back to Chicago and it's fucking snowing. What's up with that? What the hell is up with the snow? What literally what is that? Like I thought it snowed in December. I thought we had a little bit more time. This is absolutely disgusting. Um, but I'm like, let me not complain anymore. Let me get into my week intro. Like I said, I had the best time in New York. Honestly, just I want to cry because it was so fun. There was never a moment that I wasn't having fun living my best life. Like I wish there was, no, I didn't wish there was like a moment that I was like not having my best, living my best life, but it makes it harder when it's like, this was just such an amazing trip. And now I'm back to this place. Um, I'm also um, uh, apparently illiterate and I stuttered. What the fuck was that? Anyways. I'm extremely sleep deprived because of it. And it didn't help last night that I woke up at four in the fucking morning and couldn't go back to sleep because I was having stomach problems. Because let's just say we all know I'm gluten free. And if you didn't know I'm gluten free, fuck you. You're not a real one. No, but I ate a lot of like I had to eat bagels and pizza in New York. Okay. So now my stomach is like fucked up and my mental health is even more fucked up. No, anyways, I'm sleep deprived because of it because we would go out until like three to four in the morning and like I wouldn't get and we would sleep till like 10. So we didn't really get much sleep and we were running around the whole time, like just fully exhausted is what I am currently just extremely, extremely exhausted vibes. I don't know what's in the air recently. I don't know what it is. But my exes are coming back. My ex flingy flings or and just like guys in general are just really flocking to the DMs. I think it's because I'm like I told the universe I'm like, OK, I'm ready. I'm open to like dating and stuff again so they could know. And we, I'm just like the worst dater ever. Literally the worst dater Um some guy was like, you look beautiful. And I was like, why are you so fucking soft? It's disgusting. Like, I don't know what is wrong with me. I need a little bit of toxic toxicity in my life. Like literally had this guy being like, wow, you have such an amazing career. Like I wish you nothing but success and happiness. And that like, I'm, that's so amazing for you. And I was like, literally, I'm going to block him. He's such a little pussy ass bitch. What is wrong with me? Actually, what is wrong with me? Me dating nowadays, I'm like, I find everybody and what they do. It's like so soft and disgusting. They're like, I really want to get to know you better. And I'm like, you pathetic little bitch. You're so pathetic. Why am I like that? 
why am I like that? Good, nice, genuine men trying to get me to know me. And I'm like, you're a joke to society, babes. You're literally stupid. Why am I like that? Why? Anyways, I have had some ex-flingy flings resurface. And it's been making me feel very annoyed I'm actually really annoyed with my ex flingy flings that have been resurfacing because like the one specifically I know this is gonna sound crazy but I feel like I just have like an energetic connection with him that's unspeakable and we've had an energetic connection for like a fat fucking minute now and I'm like why do I feel why do I feel anything or like why do I have this energetic connection toward this fucker like I've done cord cutting meditations I've done it all my spiritual bitches let me know why I still have an energetic connection to this fucker it actually drives me mentally insane and Every single part of me wants to be like, honestly, fuck you, choke. But at the same time, I love you to death and I want to kiss you on the lips to him. Um, so I don't know what's wrong there. I'm going to keep doing the cord cutting meditations because it's just it's becoming a little too much for me. It's really pissing me off. But yeah, I'm like open to dating again. I mean, like I never really stopped dating. I feel like after I got over the hump of like the sexual assault. Oh, my God, she brought it up again. No, but after I did get off um, that like hump, I'm like, OK, like dating and it's just I don't know why everyone I'm like you're literally a pussy ass bitch fuck you don't know why don't know why and that brings me to like hinge combos and stuff like that like everyone seems as if they're moving so quickly like I feel like I've had six people ask me to FaceTime within the past week and I'm like what is happening and I'm having guys be like that I've known for a while that are like my Instagram whores be like can I come visit you can I come see you and I'm like what is happening why is this all happening at once so many of them being like, can I come see you? What can we, can we hang out? Let's FaceTime. Let's do this. Let's do that. I'm like, guys, I'm booked, busy, and bothered as fuck by your presence. Please leave me the fuck alone. Don't know what it is. Mm, I have some sad news to announce. It's actually like literally not that sad. I do this every year. I will not be posting next week because it is a holiday week. It is Thanksgiving. Fun fact, my mom was like, you should make this week's episode about everything you're thankful for. And I was like, bitch, you don't listen to the podcast whatsoever. Because if I was to come on here and just be like, I am thankful for water. I am thankful for food. I am thankful for this bomb ass pussy I have. Like all the things that I'm thankful for. Like, it would just be a stupid episode if you guys came on and all I was like, I was just like, um, so I'm going to just like talk about everything I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for the fact that I'm filthy fucking rich and I live in a high rise in Chicago and I pay way too much money in rent but I get a skyline view like I'm thankful for that you guys would have been like okay Livy's literally just bragging this entire episode and she already does it enough that's the last thing I need anyways as well as I don't know why I always say as well as but I do have a New York vlog coming and I think it might be my favorite vlog to date so if you don't follow my YouTube, go follow my YouTube. It's Livy Bitch. I want to post more on YouTube. I want to do more on YouTube. I'm going to try and do that because I really liked vlogging this week. I love vlogging when I'm traveling. So maybe I just got to book a lot of fucking flights so I can vlog more. No, I have to figure out something to vlog while I'm here. But um, yeah, I really love this vlog coming up and I'm excited for everybody to watch it. But as you can tell by this episode, you're probably like, Livy, was this inspired by your girl's trip you took this weekend? Yes, indeed. I'm making this episode because you all know I just got back from New York. Stop slitting my wrist because I'm not there right now. I'm literally slitting. I'm so upset. Um, I just got back from a girl's trip and I was like, let me break down the do's and the don'ts of girl's trips 
or travel in general, in my opinion. Like, just some things I've learned over time. Because I've done a decent amount of girls' trips, and I've done a lot of traveling to begin with. I used to have to travel all the time for work. So, I'm like, let's break down the do's and the don'ts, and let's get into this. I mostly just have a lot of do's, I can't lie. So, I did this for the first time this trip and did it save my life 125%. I started planning my outfits and taking photos of the outfits I knew I was going to wear. So I was completely planned out when I went to New York. So I had the accessories. I knew every single fit and what it would look like. Maybe this is me being a control freak or maybe this is me being a style icon because I was packing everything I used to pack everything and nothing would match and I would overpack. I mean, like I still overpack. When you see the vlog, you'll be like, why did you bring that much for three days in New York? Anyways, it doesn't matter. But I used to overpack so much and nothing would match when I would overpack in the past. Like literally nothing would match. And I'd be like, oh, well, this is fucking embarrassing. So with me knowing my fits, I was like, okay, I know the accessories. I know the exact Instagram photos I wanted. I knew everything down to a T and like I could plan my outfits beforehand. Like I had this specific beanie that I put a whole outfit around and I was like, okay, I need this friend to bring this coat. I need this friend to bring that coat so I can like just style my outfits correctly. And then like when I, w I wore two outfits a day, so I wore my daytime outfit and my nighttime outfit because like the daytime was like chill daytime vibes and then nighttime, obviously I was shaking my ass in the club and going to nice dinners. So it was like I needed to plan those outfits specifically and I really loved that I did that. Like I had it down to my pajamas, my sweatsuit that was going on the plane, like there and back. Okay, I just sound like a control freak, but at the same time, it really helped. Another do, definitely pamper yourself before our trip like go get your nails done go get a spray tan um that's the personal thing that I did because I just love to be tan and put together when I go on vacation like it kind of dried me a little bit in saying that I didn't have my hair fully done but it was fine um yeah so I'm like this is really personal to me but like I think it's because when I used to travel for competitive cheerleading I always had a spray tan so I was always used to tanning for my competitions I don't know how that relates to this now but I always was super tan so like I like to travel with a spray tan especially like when I'm going to a new city and like I know I'm going to take a bunch of photos of myself and I just want to present myself in the best light possible I'm gonna get a motherfucking spray tan and then like obviously like my nails done so I feel fresh I feel cute and just like I have everything in order like I like to get all my beauty maintenance things out of the way so that's more like my spray tans my nails my toes um my hair I should have got done, but I was like deciding who I wanted to do my hair again, but we're not going to talk about that. So yeah, like get the maintenance done because you'll feel better when you're there. Like nobody wants to show up to a brand new city with grown out acrylics. Okay, ladies, get your shit together, get the damn spray tans and let's keep it going. This is a big one. If you're going to another city, Miami, New York, LA, wherever, and you're planning to go out with your friends, it's a girl's trip, obviously. Have a promoter lined up before you get out there because going out in general like can be a little scary in a brand new city and like you don't know where the right places to go or what the things to do. If you have a promoter that already lives out there, it makes life 25, 25 times easier. Like I have a promoter in different cities that I visit a lot. So I like the cities that I visit the most, I have a promoter there. So I always have a place to go out with my friends. And like, we always have that concrete plan. Like, oh, okay, like the promoter, like they're doing the promoter dinner tonight. And then they have a table at like this club. Make sure to have a promoter. So you're prepared when you're going, and you're not just like showing up at random bars. Like you don't know where you could be. Like half the time I was walking in New York, I was like, 
Will we ever know if we're in the ghetto? Like, you just never know with those things. They're, like, in a bad neighborhood. So I was like, okay, I think that's really important to have it lined up, especially with going out, like, get a promoter. And you're like, Livy, how do you have promoters? All my promoters have found me on Instagram. And then I just contact them through Instagram. They're really professional. Like, any normal promoter is going to be, like, a professional-ass promoter. They're not going to be weirdos. So, like... They're, and they're not going to be like creepy. I'll get into that in a second because I've had a bad promoter experience, but we'll talk about that in a moment. So they're easy to find on Instagram. I feel like you could just look up like Miami nightlife and then like a million promoters will come up. And so just make sure you have your promoters out there. Some are on hinge. Like I always set my hinge to wherever I'm going, but I'll get into that too. But I get contacted from promoters on Hinge as well. I haven't really used one from Hinge, mostly just Instagram. And make sure they're promoters and not creeps. Like, make sure their Instagram is dedicated to that shit. You know what I mean? They literally shouldn't have a normal person Instagram. It should be a lot of bottle service, and it should make you want to gag. But, like, that's, like, an actual promoter. Always meet them out at the club. If they ask you to meet them in a hotel room, they're not a real promoter. Um, did that happen to me in Miami? Yeah. If you listen to the Bitch Better Have My Money episode, I talk all about the time that we thought this guy was a promoter and it turns out he was a creep and then we had to hide and run and it was a really traumatizing experience. So another thing with promoters just to get yourself prepared is you're gonna have to send them photos of all your friends before so the, if i'm like hitting up a promoter i'm like hey i have these girls coming with me um i have a t- group of four like where are you going to be at tonight and they want photos it is extremely superficial i'm not saying this is right this is actually a little bit gross if you know what i mean like it's really superficial egotistical whatever the fuck but if you want to get free bottles in different cities or even in the city you live in that's just what they want to do never have i sent photos and then be like no like everyone's like oh okay yeah amazing so You're going to have to make a collage of photos and send it to the promoters. Also, this happens all the time with all my promoters. Love you guys, but you guys are fucking obsessive. Like, they will act like your boyfriends. If you don't make it out, they're like, where are you? What are you doing? They'll call you a million times. These promoters don't fuck around. So, like, try your best to stick to the plans. Like, I don't always stick to my plans with my promoters, and that's a little bit awkward. Um, But they are obsessive. They do get a little obsessive depending on the promoter. They get a little crazy blowing up your phone like, babes, where are you? It's like, what? when did I become in a long-term relationship with my promoter? Like, literally no fucking idea. I don't know why they blow up my phone like they need, feel the need to. Anyways, that's just that. Also, this happened to us in New York. One of my friends knew a friend out there. So, like, having local friends out there because they know good bars and stuff. Like, if you don't want to do the club scene and you're not a club kind of gal or guy do the bars but like know somebody out there so you're not going to weird shitty bizarre bars i went to a pretty fun bar apparently it's a famous bar acme it's called the acme i don't know if you know about it hit me up we'll talk but it was fun and just have a plan of where you're going out before like have that shit planned in advance and getting into having stuff planned in advance book your reservations for dinners in advance I never go to a restaurant without a reservation because that's the dumbest fucking thing on the entire planet. Who do you think you are just walking into a restaurant with no reservation? Like literally no, babe. Do your research of where you want to eat, like the good restaurants and stuff. 
One of my best friends does this for us. Like, love her to death. Literally think this should be her job. But every trip I go on with her, she has like all the best restaurants, all the best places. Like, it's always so much fun because she knows exactly where to go. And she like studies this stuff, the Instagram, the Yelp, the Googles, everything to a T. And it's all the cute and trendy restaurants. And she's like fucking good at it. So like I leave the planning to her because if it was up to me, we'd be at like Popeye's and I'd be like, babe, I thought it was a good idea. Just kidding. We'd never be at Popeye's, but we'd be at like a dive bar and I'd be like, it looked cute online. So I leave it to them because I'm not the best at like planning restaurants and stuff. Like I know my Chicago restaurants when I live somewhere. Yeah, for sure. But like I leave the planning to my girls because they're a lot better than me. Um, she also like books things weeks in advance and like will set timers for things so she can get the reservation for them. Like it's a full time job. She's probably exhausted for booking the reservations for us, but she really does well. It's always the best restaurants, like literally every place. I'm like, oh, been there, been there, been there. Like genuinely, she has a talent for this. It's not even funny. And she plans ahead. And knows where we're going out after so she can plan the before. So it's like, okay, we have a 9 p.m. dinner and then we're going to meet at the club at 11. Like you're not going to do a 6 p.m. dinner when you then have to go to the club at 11. Like that would make zero sense. Like she has everything planned out pretty strategically. And God bless her for that. Because I would just be like, we're not eating. We're going to the club in 1942 is going to be our fucking dinner, ladies. Because I just don't have the planning gene in me. I really don't. So either you plan all the reservations and like the cute shit and like have a little bit of a plan of what your weekend's going to be like or have someone else do it for you. Like have another friend do it. But like make sure your shit is planned out. To a T, babes. To a T. This is really important. Go with friends who are okay with spending money or have the same budget as you. If you have like a low budget and you're like, I really don't want to spend that much money, go with people who are in the same budget as you. All my friends and I all had the same budget, so it made everything fine because we are like, okay, yeah, this is like perfect. Looking back, it really wasn't a budget. We were just like, you know what? We just were okay with spending money, basically. So it makes stuff easier. So like nobody's counting pennies and like you split the check evenly. You'll throw your cards down or like you'll Venmo and stuff like that. And no one's counting pennies. Like at the end of my trip, we were just like, okay, we've Ubered a million places. It's getting ridiculous. Like split these Ubers that people are going to be spending like $5 each. Like we'll just switch off calling Ubers. You know what I mean? Instead of being like Venmo me five for the Uber. Let's just like switch off with the Ubers instead. But like if you're going to travel with like a penny pincher and she's gonna be like oh my I had two sips of the bottle of wine I'm not paying for it like don't go with someone like that you won't have fun and if your friend is like that just be on her level that time because you're just literally not gonna have fun with someone who's just like counting pennies the whole time if you're not but if you guys are down to count pennies together like literally do that literally count the pennies together I think that's the easiest way to get annoyed if you go with people who don't have the same budget as you. Like, that is the easiest way for me to be like, I'm going to fucking off myself is to go with someone who, like, doesn't have the same budget as me. And, like, because we all know, I think I see it every other podcast. I like nice things. I like nice dinners. I like to spend my money on that shit. So my friends all do, too, and that just makes traveling easier. Here is a little secret, a little, little secret. Um, sure, I'll tell you, whatever. I changed my hinge location to wherever I'm going two weeks prior. So I established connections with the people out there already. 
I also, I really only do this one for Miami, but I will put the age range to like 40 something because of the simple fact is old rich men in Miami have yachts. Livy loves yachts. Old rich men have yachts. Livy loves yachts. So she's going to match on hinge with guys who have yachts. Normally they're older men because they're more successful. They've lived around the globe or whatever the fuck the saying is a couple times. So my hinge is to wherever I travel to. I put it two weeks prior and I form connections with guys out there already. So then if I want to, I can be like, hey, like your friends and my friends should meet up for drinks tonight or they'll already have parties and stuff happening because they want to see you. So set your hinge location a week or two prior to the actual trip. And like with the old men and stuff, I feel like I made that sound really sugar daddy-ish. Like nobody is sleeping with these people. It's just like going on dates and like hanging out with friends and stuff. Like if I have a guy in Miami, he's like, let's, you want to bring your friends on a yacht this weekend? Like I'm going to be like, yeah, I want to bring my friends on a yacht this weekend. Like I'm not sucking dick to get on the yacht. It's a date. Like the same thing as a normal date. If a guy's bringing you to coffee, are you sucking his dick? No. But if you did, I wouldn't judge. You're not sucking dick to get on a yacht. This is just a date. Because I feel like I made it sound a little sugar daddy-ish where I was like, you get on the yacht kind of thing. No, like it's not sugar daddy-ish. It's like a date. But they're older because they're more successful and that's that. And older men love young women. Live it up in your 20s while you can, babes. They really do love it. It's kind of creepy. It's a little pedophilish. Mm, that's not a word, but you knew what I was trying to say. But just like live it up. So yeah, Miami specifically, I make the men older They're more successful, more established, and they have fatter yachts. Okay. And it's just like a a win-win for you and your friends. Like, an example, in Miami, I also, like, had New Year's plans for my friend and I at this beautiful rooftop because of a guy I met on Hinge. He got us our tickets and stuff. So, like, we didn't spend a dime. Like, little connections like those, ladies and gentlemen, which make it all worth it. Or match with someone your own age and meet them and their friends for drinks. Like I was saying earlier, be like, oh, okay, yeah. Because they're probably going to know all the good bars. The locals are literally going to know all the good bars. And they're going to be like, oh, I'm going with my friends tonight at this bar, this bar, and this bar. So like meet up with those guys of your own age and you'll have fun then too. Like we also did something like that in New York where we like met up with guys our own age too. And they'll, they just buy you drinks all night. It's really fun. It's really exciting. So I always like suggest to like try and know a couple people before you're going out there so they can give you good recommendations and stuff too because nobody knows the city better than the fucking locals, babe. But yeah, I also do this with Instagram as well. Um, I do this with a certain kind of person on Instagram though and I don't want to get too, that's because sounded weird, not like a certain kind of person, but like definitely guys DMs and stuff that live in New York, like follow them before I go out there or anything like that. And because I use Instagram literally as one of my main dating apps. So that's probably like my main dating app is Instagram. It's literally not Instagram for me. It's mostly like, who's my next boyfriend on this fucking app? So that's just my next little boyfriend, not like boyfriend, boyfriend. That's creepy. Like one of my little boyfriends. Not a fucker I take seriously. Okay, Livy, stop. Ladies and gentlemen, share your locations with your friends. I have all my friends' locations. I have like random ass people's locations. Don't be stupid. You're in a new city. You're in a new state. Make sure you all have each other's locations at all times. I don't care if your one friend is going to hook up with her toxic ex. Make sure you have that 
fucking location because you never know what's going to happen. Don't take drinks from strangers unless you take them from the bar or so you see someone pour them. Like, unless they're pouring the 1942 down your throat out of the bottle. Don't take a drink. No, I don't. That's a hard one, though, because, like, when I'm drunk and someone hands me a drink, I'm a drink it. When it comes to a drink, I'm a have it. But I don't want to be roofied. So I always try and be careful about my drinks. For some reason in New York this weekend, I was like, what if I'm getting roofied right now? What if? I think that was more just like an intrusive thought where I was like, what if I'm getting roofied currently at this exact moment? But that definitely had to be more of like an intrusive thought because like I definitely wasn't getting roofied. But like that's always something that's in my head. And I think it's because my mom really installed that shit in my head where she was like, you're gonna die you could really die everyone's gonna want to root for you you're stunning you're amazing you're the best person ever and that's why the whole world is gonna want to root for you so be careful and I'm like what the fuck mom no but she's literally convinced me of that and she's convinced me that I'm gonna get like trafficked out there too her and my sister are like you're gonna get trafficked and I'm like who just tells somebody that before they jet set to Miami motherfuckers literally calm down but no I do everything I can to be like as safe as possible like I'm never gonna leave a friend out I never do that at all none of my friends and I really ever go home with anybody either but if one of my friends was to go home with anybody I have their location, like, I have everything, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just taking all the safety precautions that you possibly could. Because I'm not a dumb dumb and I don't want to see any of my friends die because I love them too much and I would off myself. So that's a little sweet little serenade that I just gave you right there. This next one, one of the last ones, is an ideal thing for me. You have to get cute Instagram photos. If you've seen my Insta, you already know I was coming through with the photos this weekend. I took photos everywhere. I realized how self-obsessed I was this weekend. But when I'm in New York, I'm doing my hair and makeup every day, and I have a cute fucking fit on. Of course, I'm going to want an Instagram photo, but like I always want an Instagram photo, and that is my toxic trait as a person. I always need a photo of me always babes even if it's for the mems love a good photo I feel like my biggest tip overall is just like make sure everyone is on the same page as to what they want to do before going out there like if you have a friend that's like no like I want to like just like relax have a fun time and then another friend that's like I want 1942 pour down my throat out my asshole like you're not gonna get along like all my friends and I knew that we wanted to go out and have a crazy fun weekend in New York so that's exactly what we did like none of us were like I'm gonna like stay back read a book and go to the Empire State Building we're like no I want to shake my ass on some tables and that's what we did loves that's what we did so like make sure you're on the same page before booking a flight across the country with one of your biffles and that's just Livy's word of advice but overall have fun don't go to bed early do weird shit make the memories make the memories loves make the motherfucking memories sorry I don't know where that came from that is it for this week's episode of me talking about traveling made me sad made me want to be on a flight right now to New York specifically I'm crying in the club I'm literally crying babes um I really gotta chill with this British accent she's a little bit aggressive anyways if you want more of me you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at she is Livy as well as go watch my vlog YouTube has to be my lowest numbers I've ever seen in my entire life what the fuck is wrong with all of you go watch my vlogs you're really gonna love them um 
on my YouTube. It's Livy Bitch. And then if you want to get in contact with me, DM me. Do I ever respond to DMs? Rarely ever. But that's just, I don't know why. I literally just have a bunch of DMs and I'm like, I don't want to go through these hoes. But DM me or email me at midjaymatcha, two A's at the end of matcha at gmail.com if you want to get in contact with a bitch. If you want to get in contact with a bitch. So that's it for this week's episode. I hope all of you are doing well. Fabulous, fantastic. Don't miss me too much next week, babes. I know it's pretty depressing. I'm leaving you. I'm leaving you. But go be thankful with your friends and your family. And get fucking crazy on Thanksgiving. I wish Thanksgiving was like a party holiday. I really do. All right. That's it for this week's episode of Midday Match with Livy. Clearly, I'm fucking Livy. Never once have I ended an episode like that, but I guess today I needed to. I love you all, and my seasonal depression is kicking in, but I'm going to try to do everything I can to fight that. And that might mean several trips to Miami. So get ready for the vlogs. I love you. Bye. Bye.